Welcome to I'll Be Back Catalog, where we take a nostalgic look back at the movies of Arnold Schwarzenegger. The cigar chomping, one-liner spitting, killing machine. Now oh, stop it, you'll make me blush. It's every movie from the beginning. With special guest comedians. I like this, that sounds great. Now play the music. <laughs> and we're back with Ali Backcastlog. Oh, with a very special episode, we're doing the Action Superstars Breakout Movies, or ASBM. Mmm, ass bomb. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's and, right. And it's Bruce Willis's ass bomb. Oh, which is incredible. We're talking about the iconic movie that is Die Hard. The Grand Faddy. Grand Faddy? Grand Faddy. The Grand Faddy of action movies. <laughs> this is an amazing one, but we're not doing it alone, unlike... Uh, well, actually, I guess uh, Bruce didn't do it alone. We'll talk about that later. Uh, but we're actually joined by a wonderful returning champion of Conan the Barbarian fame and Billy T winner, David Corios. Hello. Welcome back. Hello. Thank you for having me back. I'm glad you got me back after that last. I know. Are you, I'm sorry Arnie's not here this time, but you are, and that's uh, all that matters. Hey, I... I'm just glad that I could be part of this again. That's nice. Mike, you look great. <laughs> Stephen, you look... So-so. Yeah, you, Stephen. So-so <laughs> Stephen. So-so Stephen. No, you look great, Stephen. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm glad. I'm, I'm really impressed. They can't see it, but the mixer is really a step up. <laughs> this is really, like, that's the only way to get insult to injury is, like, you're like, Mike looks great, Stephen looks terrible, but just so you know, Stephen looks even worse than this inanimate object. <laughs> Like if you're comparing against humans, he's not good. But against objects, also not good. Mm. Well, you know what's going on, so that's good. Thank you. I think So So Stephen sounds like a really good sitcom that I would watch. Oh, that sounds like a Nickelodeon <laughs> show. That is So So Stephen. Oh. <laughs> it's a terrible sequel to So Raven. Yeah. Oh, I turned up to a Tinder date. Turns out she was there to date the mixer. That's So So Stephen. <laughs> And he doesn't kick out into the future. He's just got the power of hindsight. Uh, Why didn't I do that? (laughs) But that lady voice that you may have just heard was comedian, actress, and all-round funny lady, Donna Brockbanks. Hello. Welcome, Donna. Thanks for having me. We're very excited to have you here. Donna, did you grow up with a lot of action movies? Not really. Um, I've been trying to think. Action movies, to me, would have been like Never Ending Story. <laughs> oh, and that is an action movie. Action oh my. packed. How do you get that horse out of that swamp? Oh. Never! <laughs> David, are you not a fan of uh, the Never Ending Story? I think I'm too young to like, You're you a real watch piece that. Of work. You're <laughs> never <laughs> too young. No, yeah, I was. I think I missed uh-huh. that generation of... Is that the one where David Bowie juggles? No, that was, that's Labyrinth. <laughs> oh, Labyrinth. <laughs> he just juggles forever. Yeah. <laughs> also a good classic. Oh, yeah. But those are all like the same kind of... Similar era. Um, Don't know. Never Don't ending know stories. A little, yeah, Dark Crystal kind of period. Possibly or same era as Die Hard. Die Hard? Yeah, Would've right. Long time, yeah. yeah. Oh, tough choice. What do you go and see? Do you go and see yeah, the never ending story or do you go and see Die Hard? Yeah, never ending story. Because you for know me. it's gonna, you're going to bang for your buck, right? Because mm. it's going to mm. keep going. True. It's in the title. It was too, um, would have been too violent for me as a kid. I was a big old wussy pants. Oh, Die Hard? Yeah. Or never ending story? <laughs> I mean both, but Die Hard specifically. Because Never Ending Story is quite an emotionally, like, David, you will never have to experience this because your uh, childhood window has closed. Mm. But there's a scene in that which is the horse in, it gets no. sad. Yeah. It's a sad horse that just dies. Mm-hmm. And as a kid, you're just like... Does the horse die of sadness? Yeah. Pretty much. It really? gives up hope. They were and then it gets sucked into a swamp. It's a very, very well, the obvious swamp, metaphor. The swamp of sadness. It's <laughs> yes. a swamp of despair. 
Real? Is it actually called the Swamp of Despair? <laughs> yeah. You gotta remember, eighties movies. You could basically guess most of their plots. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and there was a dragon called Falcor, but didn't. Look why didn't like the a dragon, dragon? Why didn't the dragon save the horse? He wasn't involved. Yeah. Ah. Uh, right. Yeah. He's a luck dragon, but that horse was not. Was lucky. the horse moving <laughs> heaps in the swamp? No. no. Before it got to the swamp, a bit. Yeah, and it's always like whenever an animal dies in a movie, I'm like, no. Whereas a person dies, I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got more. So doesn't that mean that Never Ending Story would have been sadder than Die Hard? Because more people died in Die Hard than yeah. animals. Yeah, a lot of animals die in the Never Ending Story, mm. but they all come back at the end, right? Oh, I don't remember. Spoiler does the horse, alert! Does the horse come back? Totally. It's in the, does it? Yeah, doesn't it? I thought the whole point was they restore the, the all of... Uh, I was going to call it Eternia, but that is not the uh, right land. No, but it's close, isn't it? It's being consumed by the nothing, if you thought that the depression but metaphor was a, wasn't was in a bold swamp. enough. <laughs> well, the swamp's... Part, it's a whole land. There's a, you know, there's a castle, there's a princess. Mm. Oh, I'm always trying to remember Hate the princess's bitch. name. The princess is bad. No, no, I just didn't like her because I had a big old crush on Atreyu and... She's taken you could see oh, was right. the childlike princess or whatever her name was. <laughs> she was taking up space in your mind. <laughs> You're like, you gotta get out of here, girl. Make room for someone else. That, so that, that was your experience with action movies as a kid, mostly. <laughs> and Sound of Music. There was a bit of a war scene there. I don't know if you remember. <laughs> Every episode, the Sound of Music comes up. Did Sam Smith Seriously? put you up, up to, to no. this? <laughs> What's going on? What? I mean, it's a good... David, tell me you've seen the Sound of Music. No, I've definitely seen the Sound of Music. David. It's a great movie. Have you no, seen it? it is. No, my, my <laughs> one, name my one song from it. Um, high on the hill. I knew you were going to do that one. Um, no, I grew up with like conservative Catholic parents, so isn't that like music? Up there was up oh. there. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. I thought you were going to say it was banned. <laughs> <laughs> and that was like that was like one of the classics on Channel One that they used to always play. Yeah, I don't VCR. Uh, yeah, yeah. So we had I I know sound of music. So would I review you Bruce Willis fans? Yeah. Before watching this, because I see you both watched it for the first time. Yes, it's the first time I've ever watched oh, it. Oh, no, not for me. Oh, no, you haven't. That was the first time you've seen Die Hard? Yeah, I've never seen... I just don't watch 80s movies. I'm really bad. Um, <laughs> I'm fainting. I know, I know Bruce Willis from like, you know, like, you know, that period when you become an action star and then you kind of have to flip that on its head and you have to start doing like family movies, kind of like what The Rock did, mm. Vin Diesel did. I watched that movie where Bruce Willis kind of had to help this little kid out and at the very start of the movie, he's like, oh, where, where, call the ambulance. And you're talking like about Sixth, Sixth Sense? Sense? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> Classic family movie. <laughs> oh, yeah, I can see dead people. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, yeah, so that's kind of what I know. <laughs> Was it Mercury Rising? I think he's talking about no. the, like, the Fifth Element. No, the ho- oh, home, Homeboy. Oh, Fifth Element's amazing. That came out in the 90s. That's a great film. There's yeah, we a- get it. You're a lot younger than me. <laughs> <laughs> this is all a personal attack of Donna. <laughs> I like that Donna took that on herself. Me and Mike are like, oh, us. He's younger than us. <laughs> I don't want to assume. Mm. Yes, I do look very youthful. Much <laughs> like this mixer. <laughs> Uh, the Fifth Element is an amazing Bruce Willis movie. Yeah, it's so good. But kind of similar character, right? Of like he gets swept up into this thing where he's like, oh, well, what a hassle. Die Hard kind of cemented his archetype as being the everyman hero. Which like, I, I, people were like, oh, look at him. He's an everyman hero. He has an attainable body. And I was like, well, speak for yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's like jacked is, as hell. Yeah, that's not a it's thing. Like, <laughs> he was jacked before like steroids were huge. Yeah, the movie industry. So he looked. He would have still looked. Pretty yeah, good. He, I mean, he looked. He was a good-looking guy. Yeah. But I put on a dirty wife-beating uh, like undershirt, and people are not 
you know, I'm, coming I'm to so the roof with me. I'm so glad you ended that with shirt and a, like a dirty wife beating attitude. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, I don't think that was part of the movie. Not that I remember. Oh, that'd be very dark. Because he had the um the black pants, but he also bare feet for most of it, right? Yeah, yeah. Which to New Zealanders is not that weird a thing. No, no. we were just like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. They're like, look at all, look out for this glass. Probably how like, he went to work that day. Yes. <laughs> Do you have a favourite Bruce Willis movie? Oh, definitely Fifth Element. Fifth Element? Fifth, Fifth Element awakened something in me when I was... Because uh, I was like, what, like, I think I was like 11? <laughs> hey, he okay, said that very that? purely. Okay, no, Donna, no, 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 don't... No, I'm not, no, I'm not. <laughs> is, is it a love of Chris Tucker? No, yes. That, that was the first one, was amazing. Chris oh. Tucker was so amazing. But, no, I am going down that route that, that Donna was worried about. There's a scene where... <laughs> There's a scene with the, with the orange-haired the girl. Lady? Oh, no, the the orange-haired girl. Oh. They get her to get changed, right? <laughs> And they turn around because like, oh, this is bad. But then they actually, they don't cut out her getting changed. So you see her fully get changed. And I was living going, why are there boobs in this PG movie? Oh, what? I can okay, hire this. the police. the most self-conscious teenage boy. You were like, I shouldn't be allowed this. <laughs> I should write to somebody. <laughs> oh, yeah. But if your parents are religious, then you are. You're probably mm. going, they're going to come in. This isn't okay. No, it was just great because now I can like, I know what PG movie I can hire by myself. If I want mm-hmm. to see nudity, nice. Film. Yeah, you, this was like the step up from side boob, right? Mm. Before then, you're just hanging <laughs> out trying to see that side boob. Yeah, oh, it was, uh, yeah, hormones and stuff all going around your body. I think it would be Die Hard, though. It would be Die Hard. Yeah. It's a great movie. It really is. Yeah. Oh, it blew, blew me away. I was not. Ex- I was expecting it to be really cheesy, like in like a cheesy '80s action movie. It wasn't. That's because a- I, all I had to go off was Conan the last time. And I was like, what, the, what is this? <laughs> Conan this to Die Hard weird. is a big jump. Is that the movie you did last time? Yeah. yeah. I've never seen it. And he did Conan the Barbarian, which is the good one. Right. Uh, you're very lucky because Conan the Destroyer is... <laughs> a bunch of nonsense. Hard work. So for those of you who haven't seen the movie, here's a short synopsis. And then we'll take a quick break. NYPD cop John McLean goes on a Christmas vacation to visit his estranged wife Holly in L.A. While they are at the Nakatomi Plaza for a Christmas party, a group of international thieves led by Hans Gruber take control of the building and hold everyone hostage, except for John. With no immediate police response, John is forced to take matters into his own hand, trying to save his wife and the other hostages from the terrifying terrorists. Oh, terrifying terrorists. Die hard. That's how their names work. Terrorists. They're not terrifying there. And into break! <laughs> Die Hard. Oh, with a vent. Oh, nope, just Die Hard. Just, 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 just die the first hard. one. Yep. Die. Too hard. Nope, nope, just Die Hard. Just Die Hard. Okay. Uh, this was amazing. This movie kicked off in full 80s style. Like With a plane? Yeah. Well, no, because they'd swapped <laughs> it up. They were like, we'd moved on to like, we weren't doing the nothing intros. Like now we're showing shit in the intros. Oh, yeah, yeah, true. Yep. Because we've been doing a lot of like 70s through to like 80s movies. And it was still real common for the intros to just be Words set up. For like 20 yeah, minutes. Yeah. Like if this movie had been made five years earlier, that plane would have been the intro. It would have just been a plane flying for two minutes as credits came up. And then, you know, once it had landed and he stood up, you'd be like, oh, now the movie starts. Mm. But we got in. We got to hang out with a weird 80s businessman. Right, Who we, gave the worst oh, advice in the world. Wow. I did not realize that. <laughs> About credits? Yeah. 
Yeah, it's a thing. Oh wow! I know we live in a blessed time. Oh, do we watch? Now we don't have. We don't even have to watch all of the credits on the end of the movie. Mm. They're like, we put stuff in here for you as well. Yeah, don't yeah. we want people's names? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why would you want to see them? <laughs> yeah, I used, to, I used to think the hardest part about movies when I was a kid was like watching the credits. Who forced you to watch these credits? I remember I sat down and watched all of the Aladdin credits, and it's, it was painful. <laughs> Because like I couldn't even read at the time, so I didn't even know what they were saying. I was like, this, "I think this is an important part of the film, but I can't read." So I don't get I'm just gonna put. Do you think in like back in the twenties and thirties, all the credits were at the top of the film with nothing mm. at the end? They just said the end of a title card, and that was mm. it. And then it was the what would have been sixties through to seventies, all tail end with it, with the top spots at the beginning and then we transition to the top spots at the beginning where there's just a shit ton of credits at the end with a soundtrack and then you've got those sweet ones like this one where they're like top credits at the top mm. but then also just keep them going for a bit yeah yeah, yeah. you know like the tv show style where they're like yeah. Yeah. like it's, a tv show yeah you're like oh shit we're still seeing credits like those mm-hmm. mystery drama ones they're like five five six minutes into it and it's still like executive producer yeah come back <laughs> from <laughs> ad break <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Holy cow. <laughs> the main character's dead. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And then it brings up, now starring. <laughs> it's like Deep Blue Sea. Just goes all the way through to the end credits. Yeah. <laughs> it's credits all the time. <laughs> Every time there's a new extra, it's just another credit, just a credit yeah. that extra. Just pointing at them. Oh, there's a fun thing on Amazon Prime now where if you're watching a show on Amazon Prime, and you press, uh, I think it's menu and then up. It comes up with like IMDb of who's on the screen at the moment. Oh my gosh, I love that so much. It's weirdly handy. So when I, when I said that it was 80s, I think kind of the thing I was meaning is the fact that in the first two minutes we have a guy on a plane with a gun. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's a cop. But still, that's not okay now, right? Like, the only people allowed on planes oh, yeah, with sure. guns are um, air marshals. Yep. And then he, the first shot on the ground is him by the baggage carousel smoking. Yeah. Mm. Quick question. Would you prefer to be called an air marshal or a sky police? Air marshal. Would you? Oh. Is that is that what it, I thought? An air marshal was the person with the with the wands. Since, <laughs> since no, I, no, that's a that's a sky wizard. Ah. <laughs> since since nine eleven, um, there's a, there's sky marshals which are people on planes with guns in case of terrorist attacks. Do we have every that? plane? There is no. one sky marshal. It's it's randomly lost. Tell me the ones which don't have them. <laughs> Why, David? Do I do? Just, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Just He's uh, twirling his mustache at the moment. <laughs> I want to tie a lady to a train track. <laughs> Can't really tie a lady to a, to a wing, eh? It wouldn't like... Oh, yeah, you totally oh, you could. Oh, you absolutely could. Would someone die if they were outside of a plane? Yes. Like that height? <laughs> Dismiss me like it's common knowledge. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> That's a bit, yes, you're an idiot. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, probably. Don't you get like, isn't it really cold? There's not uh, much yeah. oxygen. And... The, I think the question is how high are you going up and how long are you out there? Yeah. Because, yeah, the air gets thinner. You, you get... can survive for a while. It's real cold, but you'd survive for a little while. Don't people, I'm so scared of getting sucked out of an airplane window. Why does that happen? Because of the pressurization of the plane. See? I think you'd have to be pretty thin to be like sucked <laughs> yes. out of a window. Just through the crack. <laughs> Whoa. I feel like the only people that should be worried about that are like teenage gymnasts because they're the only ones that could like bend into that and be small. It happens, bruh. But then they're so small that like surely they'd have no weight to pull them down. Like they would just <laughs> come like, down like a leaf? Yeah, like a leaf, they just slowly <laughs> 
settle. Maybe like those um, sycamore ones that just spin around. Oh yeah, they just tense their thighs and point it out one direction while everything else is loose, so it just... They'd, just, they'd be fine, just a bit dizzy. Oh, they nailed that landing. Ten. Tens. Tens across the board. Oh, so John picks up a, a small but anatomically correct bear. That's just a cute teddy bear. That was a great bear. Yeah. Well, you considered that to be small? Yeah. Well, it was large for a teddy bear, small for a bear. Ah. Because right. it didn't have it, like a cute cuddly face with round ears. It looked like a small bear. Do you reckon? I didn't, wasn't it wearing a red bow tie? It was. Very friendly But bear. its face was very <laughs> bear-like. So then we meet Argyle. <laughs> I love Argyle. Argyle's my favourite person in the movie. He's in this movie the perfect amount, too. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Just chilling. In his disco limo. Mm -hmm. If I was ever going to get a limo, I would hope I'd get a driver like him. Yeah. He's so great. He's so down to earth. I think that was like one of the only movies he's really done. Mm. And his name is Devereaux. How cool is that? That is a cool name. It's a fun name. Let's jump to the the fancy party. I like it. It's the fanciest party in the world. They've got like a, like a jungle in their office they have building. An amazing yeah. water feature. The thirsty floors up. That's just. I don't understand corporate America. Boobs like, out. It's lavish. Oh yeah, they had boobs on the table. Mm-hmm. Boobs on the table. Sign of an oh. '80s movie. Sign of an '80s movie. There needs to be no bra. She wasn't wearing a bra. And what is what is uh, what is Die Hard rate? Is it R sixteen or is it an M? It would have been an R. Probably there is a lot of explosions and yeah, stuff. Yeah, and when they when you know um, the guy gets shot, that's it's quite. Oh yeah, yeah, the, I, yeah, the head splat was. I think there off. is a TV edit that's pretty funny. Oh, there's a TV edit that's a uh, fucking mess. Yeah, because it was on ITV in the UK a whole bunch, and it's the one that I mainly saw, and there's a lot of cuts. What do they do for Yippie Kaye? They say Yippie Kaye, but instead of um, motherfucker, they say Kimusabe. <laughs> I don't, I don't no. like that. Yeah, Yippie Kaye, Kimusabe. <laughs> Which is a reference to... Um, to the Lone Ranger. Lone Ranger, yeah. yeah. That is very funny. Which works mm. within the concept of the movie, but it's it definitely not true, as good a line. True, true. <laughs> <laughs> Kimasabi. This is... Uh, and we, uh, my favourite character who we get introduced to at the party has to be Harry. Like oh, the, he's a real piece of shit. You just... It's not often you get to see like a nice sweaty bearded guy in a movie. Like he's the perfect <laughs> shiny bearded guy where is you're this, just like, you're gross. Is this because you want to play him? Oh, I would love to play. He's like, yeah. I would rock that. That would be like, really good. Yeah. One of my favorite bits of the whole movie is when he's doing coke at the desk. And a cop walks in. Miss some. And then he proceeds to spend the next 30 seconds. She's going, yeah. <laughs> Amateur. By the way, I've got a cold. <laughs> Amateur. <laughs> <laughs> this is, I love that idea too. Yeah, he's just never gotten good at doing coke. Yeah. Oh, he was not made for the 80s. And Mr. Nakatomi's just like, yeah, this is what Harry does. Yeah. <laughs> it was weird. Yeah, it was kind of... You don't want to see Harry not on coke. He's oh, a fucking mess. <laughs> there was a real weird moment, though, when John arrived at the party. A guy walks past him with a tray and says champagne. Mm-hmm. Did you see what he picked up? It's like something the weird pink. Red. Yeah. yeah, it's like a weird punch thing. And he takes one sip and is like, ooh, no. Was that a comment on like how LA does champagne? I don't, I don't know. What was happening there? Because that was not champagne. That was not a champagne Yeah, is, is champagne supposed to be pink? No. If it's a, if it's a no. rosé. But this was like a rich, like, yeah, affordable. Like cranberry. Like, mm. cranberry. Yeah. <laughs> I think he just accidentally picked oh, up a cranberry and vodka. And was like, oh, no, I'm all right. Harry's line, I was just making a call, was great, though. I was just making a call. Oh, yeah. I was calling cocaine with my nose. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, cocaine, are you there? Oh, loud and clear. (laughs) That that bathroom in the office as well is... That's how you know she's a powerful executive. 
Why did she tell her pregnant friend to drink? Oh, I think he could in the 80s. It didn't really matter. Oh, okay. Oh, the 80s. So and to be honest, she did, impl- she did literally say that that baby is old enough to be tending bar. So mm. my understanding was that she had that baby for, you know, like 21 years. Yeah. <laughs> so there was yeah. a 21-year-old baby in her womb. So it's fine. It's a whole other movie. <laughs> it's, it's the version of Junior no one wanted to see. Yeah. Now I'm inside your belly. <laughs> no, my baby. <laughs> now do shots for me. The translation in French is known as the long gestation. <laughs> <laughs> sounds beautiful in French, but just mm. a little weird in English. Mm. Lucy McLean's cute. Yeah, yeah, she did great. Yeah, she had the cutest kid great. voice. <laughs> she did she great. She did great. Good for her. Good for her. <laughs> to be honest, as someone who's not a very good actor, every time I see people act well, I'm like, good on you. Good on you. Look at you doing well. She's got a great 80s perm. Yes. As well. And she always seemed to be like framed in almost the exact same spot. Yeah. That first interaction between them, I think, was really nice. It mm. felt like watching my parents argue. Yeah. <laughs> where they, where it's like, oh, I love you. I miss you. Oh, you fuck you. I yeah. Know. Oh, I'm filled with remorse. And then when John was like, what are you doing, John? I was like, we're all thinking it. John. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, idiot. Especially with the, like his insecure masculinity. Yeah. I missed you. Uh, no, it was a, no, Not it, enough that uh, you, you didn't use my name anymore. Yeah, my name. Uh, you should have my name on you. <laughs> you belong to me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> while he washes, while he has a, a sink shower. Mm. Underarms. <laughs> so great. Yeah, but you know, he's just come off like a what? Eight hour Five. flight? Five hour? Oh. I did like the secretary's hair when John went into the building. It was such an 80s bouffant. He didn't last very long. That was probably no, quite didn't. advanced, that um, computer thing. I love it, though. There was this, like, <laughs> she's on level 30. <laughs> you could have looked that up. You, could, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you should know that. She's your wife. <laughs> also, they made him punch it in, right? And then, and then he's like, oh, yeah, this one. Oh, yeah, she's on level 30. He goes, yeah, everyone is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks, bro. <laughs> thanks a lot. We need a way for the audience to know that her name has changed. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> How oh, do they, we do this? They did pretty well. When, when he came in, into the party, and that guy gives him a big kiss. Yeah. And there's a little, a little microdose of gay panic. <laughs> yeah, there was that little 80s where he's like, oh, uh, what is that, LA? Yeah. He's like, oh, LA. So, so, so LA. Jeez, <laughs> calm down, John. All right. You're not gay now, it's okay. Yeah, it's metropolitan, <laughs> just enjoy it. Enter, enter Hans Gruberman. Hans, um, Hans. This is so beautiful, their like posse walk out mm. where they do like, they cross sides and they all walk out and they're like, bow, bow, bow. Yeah. yeah, it's already Reservoir Dogs. Should have been Slow Mo. Oh yeah. Mm. It was the first time where I was like, wow, bad guys look very hot and very cool and I want to be them. <laughs> <laughs> like, look at his suit, he's yeah. killing it. Yeah. It's like, oh man. And he's got he friends. Looks like he means it. <laughs> The cool thing is, is that they're playing Ode to Joy, uh, yeah. the Beethoven track, mm-hmm. and they, they were also playing it at the party, which it was just, I thought like the, the motif of that music being used throughout was very cool, the way it evolved. I thought it was cool. Like, is that a Christmas song? No, no, not particularly. It is now, because it's a Christmas movie. Mm. That's right, Mike, I said it. It's a and Christmas I'll be- movie. I'll back you up on Thank that. Thank you. We got two for Christmas movie. David, where are you? Christmas movie? I'm going to be on Mike's side just so, no! just so that the fight I, keeps going. I just think a thing that happens at Christmas doesn't make it a Christmas movie. There's none of, there's none of the motifs that you have in a Christmas movie that happen. If I to Joy was a Christmas song, I'd be on your side, but it's not. They whistle, like, he walks into the <laughs> building going, what is it? He's like he's, he's whistling. He's whistling um, jingle bells. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And then, so, and then um, the policeman, what's his name? Um, Al. 
Al Policeman. Al Policeman. C. <laughs> Isn't his name Al? His name's Al, yeah. yeah. Ah, I was thinking of his last name. Anyway, Al. Al. Yeah, that's it. Al's whistling something as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's got some yeah. Christmas going oh, on. I'm not There's little Santas take, around. It takes place at Christmas. Completely agree. It takes place at Christmas. Ah, Christmas movie. I see what you're saying. I don't see any Christmas theming or tones attached. Oh, so you don't recognize a Californian Christmas. No. Oh, well, I didn't realize you were so bigoted. Did we, did we, uh, the, the, the character, was, was there a Jesus motif? Did we learn about um, the real reason of Christmas? Did, did someone go through a commercialism thing and be like, oh, no, the real reason of Christmas is family. No one had that kind of journey. So how, He raises a good it? point. I'm on his side. Why, why? You were already on his side. <laughs> uh, just cementing. <laughs> I just don't think that warrants it being a Christmas movie. I was hoping Donna had something because I'm kind of siding with Mike now. <laughs> <laughs> See you later, Donna. <laughs> I was trying to relate it to Love Actually and thinking <laughs> Love Actually is a Christmas movie, but who is the Jesus character in that? Oh, no, no, you don't need to have a Jesus oh, character. And it's also got Alan Rickman in it. It does. It does. Oh, and he's playing a villain in both movies. How young does Alan I Rickman look him. in, um, in that, Die Hard? That was his first big role. That was his first American yeah. movie. Yeah. Oh, really? Mm. And he fucking smashed it. Smashed it. He's so good. He's so amazing. Oh, I love him. He's terrific. Snape's in the building. Snape's in the house. Uh, and the hacker just, dude is chaotic. The, he was the such a fun the character. Dude. Oh, yeah. Mm. He's great. Yeah. Like, a guy's just been shot in the face and his first thing to do is kick him in the chest. Yeah. <laughs> Like, kick him while they're down Like yeah. literally yeah. Kick him His head just got exploded And he's like Yeah I'm gonna kick that motherfucker That's cause he's the IT guy This is the only chance He's gonna <laughs> get you know? That's the most important he feels <laughs> A computer I'm in <laughs> but There was a guy Just I, I got him out of the way He's fine He's fine We, we, we moved him uh, And they had like The setup. It was a really quick Fun setup That they had For locking the building down Right Cause we had that montage He's doing mm. the Hacking Getting those things done Then yeah. we had the two brothers Doing the hot wiring And then the chainsawing Yeah what was that Wait, what I so one of them sets up a bypass so that it doesn't right. go uh, so that it doesn't get sparked off when they sever the main lines uh, and then the other guy cuts the line so that you can't call out or anything right is my assumption yeah I mean. but the guy cutting the thing was just like why are you doing that yeah just, yeah. Let, just let your brother do his thing and then you do your thing you pray yeah imagine it, like if he hadn't and it's just like <laughs> Alan Rickman's like we had a whole thing planned <laughs> <laughs> what we the hell happened already it was Carl Carl did it Carl got excited with a chainsaw I don't know yeah it's just a dick wait until you retire you can use a chainsaw all you want <laughs> buy a forest you weirdo we're here for 640 million dollars let's take this a bit seriously yeah <laughs> <laughs> Dicks. No shoes. Oh yeah, he did the shoe thing. Yeah, that was established because of the um, great piece of advice that he got from yes. the plane guy, which I forgot until I was like, oh, that's why he has no shoes. That was great. Mm. I liked that. It does feel very nice. Yeah, you mm. take your shoes off yeah, right. and do the little. Especially because your feet will be all swollen. I just hate, I hate the term make fists with your feet. Yeah, that's weird. It's doing it right now. It makes me now think that of said it. Yeah. I was doing it as soon as I started thinking about <laughs> yeah. it. I was like, it just it makes me think of like, oh, there's definitely a, a fetish video called that. <laughs> Fists of feet, <laughs> just like, or a death metal band. <laughs> yes. hey, we hey. are fists of feet. <laughs> <laughs> it's. Uh, I did really like Alan Rickman just walking through the lobby, reading the Wikipedia page for um, <laughs> for Takagi. Yeah. Mm. Oh, that was so good. And then Father of Five, whatever. He yeah. Yeah, yeah. So good. Studied at MIT. <laughs> do you reckon? Oh, do you reckon? That's just made me think. Do you reckon that Mike Myers used him as a um, oh, like inspiration yeah, for Doctor Evil? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I can see oh, that. Oh yeah, I can see that. 
I can definitely it's see kind of it it's kind of a, a mix of John Malkovich and Alan Rickman. Yeah, true. I, I love his insulation. No, I like it. Although I'll tell you what, Austin Powers would have been a lot more fun with. Uh, I think it would have held up better with Alan Rickman as Doctor Evil. I would have liked Alan Rickman as Mini Me. Just put Alan Rickman in anything. <laughs> Just on his knees the whole time, <laughs> with a pair of shoes at the front. <laughs> Seems inappropriate. <laughs> Or we can do it like the whatever that uh, Wayans Brothers movie was. Oh, yeah. <laughs> was that Look Who's Talking? Oh, wow. <laughs> no. But that is a Bruce Willis movie. That is a Bruce Willis movie. That's a great Bruce Willis movie. Germans are scary when they're angry. Yeah. Yes. Mm. He did. He's do you about the accent, think it's the war? <laughs> <laughs> is it maybe? In, in the German version of this movie, they gave all the terrorists um, Irish names. And they made out that they were Irish terrorists. Oh, my gosh. Really? Yeah. yeah, they did. Wow. Because you can't get away with that these days, though. Like you can't Germans, even... Germans would know that it's oh, German yeah, yeah, people. Yeah. yeah, it was before like the international yeah. market became aware of things because of Twitter. Mm. Yeah, you could get away with that. You can't. You couldn't even get away with Alan Rickman playing a German now and not making any sense as a German. I don't think because isn't wasn't his like grammar and oh, his, his German is horrendous. Yeah, 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 yeah. right, right. Yeah. yeah. The, f- the funny Sorry. thing is, is that um, Bruce Willis is actually more German than mm. Alan Rickman because he's born in West Germany. Really. Mm. I bet that that was brought up on set. And everyone had a fun time with it. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Bruce would be like, hey. Bruce, <laughs> Bruce just wanders, just like saunters over, leans on the chair. He's like, yeah. Sie Deutsch? Yeah. <laughs> Alan's like, I don't know what to say. <laughs> they had the, the interrogation with uh, Takagi. I didn't like that. No. I liked Takagi. I liked his character. He seemed like a nice person. Mm. Right? He, he seemed a like nice a good boss. Face. Yeah. A kind mm. face. Yeah. This was though like a good. The scene was so important mm. because it just ha- it was that moment and such a beautiful shot of when like um, the he, splat, yeah, the it's, splat, it's and really then Bruce tasteful. like when yeah. you cut to John, John McClane, he's like, oh, okay, that's what's happening. Yeah, yeah, that was like the first point where you're like, oh shit, these guys are serious. No, these yeah. are not yeah. good people. Oh no, <laughs> oh no, fucking around. That was, that was, but it's it's weirdly tasteful for as gory as it is. It's weirdly tasteful. They shot a few other versions of it too. There is a version that is like straight on and it goes, you can see his face and it explodes. Oh yeah. Yeah, but that wouldn't have looked good with 80s like... Oh, it doesn't. And you might be like, oh, I wonder what his face looks like. And I'll tell you this much, it looks like a different actor who was there. (laughs) 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 It's exactly what it looks like. It's like, oh, that... So, and they also, when they shot it, they crossed the line. So to make it feel jarring so mm. that it has like it's all shot over to Ellen Rickman's right. Yeah. And then that one shot is over to the left and it is real jarring. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So apparently they had in one of the DVD releases, you could re-edit that scene with a bunch of different takes. Oh, cool. Yeah, which is wow. a fun little... Like, but it, yeah, it did. I saw it and I was like, oh, this is brutal. Mm. It's very... That's a cool bit of motivation for him because it really amps it up because he just, he's just run off and he's doing his own thing, John McClane. And he's not really getting involved too much. And then when he sees that, he's like, oh shit, people are going to die here. And that's when he kind of amps up his like involvement. Mm. Yeah. Which I thought was cool because otherwise it would be very dumb to get involved in that situation, really. This is also one of those moments where the whole movie could have just ended if someone had a little bit more due diligence. Because they have like they go, they were like, "What's that?" And then they go to look for it, and oh, the yeah. guy's like, "Oh, that was." Yeah, locked. there were there were there were a <laughs> lot of moments in this movie where I was like, "That was very lucky," or "This could have changed drastically if yeah. something happened here instead." Oh, because they also had like he was like, "Oh, I hope Argyle heard that," and then we cut to that gag shot of Argyle like, "Yeah, having a great time, just hanging out. I'm driving a limo." <laughs> I'm talking to Boo on the phone. Yeah. Oh, Argyle, what a delight! Hey, oh, he's so, so fun. Yeah. So we have a few little gunfights. I think the next one, the next big bit is the rappel down the elevator shaft. Oh. 
That rappel down the elevation shaft is terrifying. Oh, yeah, because the Carl's brother comes up. Yep. And no, everyone looked really hot. All the henchmen looked <laughs> yes. there was really and hot. Donna's like, I don't think really? so. Really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of like them. Fabio hot. The like, Fab- there was that one Fabio guy. Yeah. No, there was a bunch of Fabio guys. Well, there was two Fabio guys, but there was one proper Fabio mm. guy because he had yeah. that kind of like like brown kind of. And also, they looked so much. There was one gunfight where one dude died because he got brought down a bunch of stairs. Like who? Oh yeah. They were muscle. Like they they could take like a stair fall, right? No, not if you land on your neck. No, yeah, it looked like he landed on his neck. <laughs> it looked like his neck was not in a good space. <laughs> I just saw him and I could survive there. We have a pretty bad binge drinking culture in New Zealand. So I think like yeah. a lot of us, by the time we hit like our mid twenties, we're like, I've survived worse stair falls than that. You just pull your head in like a tail. Yeah. <laughs> I just starfish. <laughs> Brace yourselves. Grab anything. Yeah. Normally there's someone else out there. Yeah. That repel down the elevator shaft and he goes in and that's where we get the line. Come out to the coast and have a few laughs. Come out to the coast, have a few laughs. <laughs> They should have given him like a Wilson that he could carry around with him. <laughs> well, he does eventually get that with Al. Oh yeah, with Al. <laughs> my favorite, my favorite little line that he says to himself is like, "The only shoes I get are smaller than my sister's, my sister's feet." Yeah, yeah. I kill the only terrorist in the world with shoes with feet smaller than my sister. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. rewinded the like three. Like, Did he say that? <laughs> It's a really great like moment where you're like, oh yeah, great, honor that, and like the fact that he tried. Mm. Mm. It was fun, but then you can see the guy's feet, and the guy's feet look Normal. reasonable sized. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who can afford to be that witty to themselves no, out loud as that's well? That's John McClane, though, baby. Yeah. No, but I, I would have loved if they just like had a, a body model in for that bit, and it was like a person with very, very small feet. <laughs> well, they just put like get a couple a of dolls' foot? feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just one minute, yeah, like painted ob- toenails. Yeah, obviously women's feet have like an ankle bracelet <laughs> and heels. <Yeah. laughs> he was running around in these, <laughs> Just like stilettos. The other terrorists had noticed, <laughs> but they weren't going to say anything. You know what? We're terrorists, and we want everyone to just live their best life. Okay. You know, he did what he could. So the, the police arrive. Is this where Al gets there? Yep, Al And turns he just up. drives around in a circle for like three hours. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> My wife said that the, the entry also looks like boobs because it's too, it's too big like nipples. I did not notice that. She's like, oh, this movie's full of, bo- full of boobs. Full of boobs. I do love it because every time John McLean goes past, he's like, <laughs> hot girls. <laughs> <laughs> when he goes past the Playboy yeah. thing and he's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Hello, ladies. I see you're still here, just hanging out. I salute you. <laughs> <laughs> I like the thing with Al. Um, I like that little interaction he has in the service station. Yes, with the, with the Twinkies. With the Twinkies. Yeah. That was really fun because it was really underplayed. Yeah. The film My Wife. Yep. No, no, really. The film My Wife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was, it was, a lot of the comedy in, the, in this movie is really understated yeah. and quite subtle. Some of them are just like nods or little kind of like side mm. glances, mm. Which, are, which are fun. And there's not a huge amount of dialogue in the movie, eh? Not really. Yeah. Which, which, makes, the, which makes the jokes even stronger because they're few and far between, but they land every mm. single time. Mm. Uh, well, what was it? Because the next one, uh, like a little quip that's quite nice is when he's under the table and he's yes. scooching around under the table and the guy's like, goes to shoot him. Oh, yeah. He's like, yeah, what is it? Ne- next, time, next time you get a chance to kill someone, take it. And he just goes, <laughs> and goes, thanks for the advice. <laughs> Shut him right in the that, dick. That character um, who was walking across the table, I felt like, was uh, inspiration for Tommy Wiseau. 
He's like, oh, you where are you going? You have no more table. Oh, oh hi. Oh hi, John. Oh. You're my favorite n- non-terrorist. <laughs> <laughs> But the great thing about that moment is that is the moment that gives John license to just start killing terrorists. Because mm. up until that point, he kept on saying, stop, freeze. And he was in policeman mm. mode. Mm. And then from that bit, he switched into action hero, where he just kills people willy-nilly. I don't know why I used the term willy-nilly. I love but, it. I like it. Mike looked down like he was going to edit it. <laughs> He's like, I don't want the world knowing that I use the term willy-nilly. Especially after saying the phrase, killing people. <laughs> like, sounds so tough. Killing people. Willy Willy nilly. (laughs) (laughs) Then they had the, what is it, welcome to the party, pal? Oh, yeah, because the body gets thrown out the window. What a great way to get someone's attention. That is clever. And that, (laughs) that is why he is John (laughs) McClane. Right, because he knows how to throw a body out of a building. Is that before or after the elevator guy? Just after. Oh, Mm. yeah, after. Oh, yeah. Because that was also clever. Yeah, that was good. I don't know why he did that. It was unnecessarily brutal. It's like, oh, here's, here's the body of probably your friend. And I've strung him up in a dainty manner. And I've, I've, I've scrawled a thing on his chest. Here's why I think he did it. I think he did it to lure them into the elevator to discuss it. I, <laughs> like, so, so that he could hide in oh, there. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, like, I think that... Because like, if he had oh. like, not sent the body down or, and kept it as a secret, he wouldn't have known how many of them there were or and what's could, going on. But he still chose to desecrate a corpse. No, no, no. It's a sweater. It's different. Like the, the corpse was fine. He, he just messed with the sweater a bit. But he fashioned it in like a serial killer kind of manner. Mm. Yeah, it was. It, total, was, a wee, it, was, it a, was very it was seven. Intense, eh? yeah, it was a lot. Like that was a Hannibal move. He was like, ah, I wish I was a re- an artist, but really I just murder. That would be. <laughs> it would have been great if that had continued on. Like, just kept getting weirder with what he was doing. They're just like, what is happening? All of them Bodies like, just keep turning up. In yeah. different places. But they're all like Christmas, like festive motifs. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh. This one I call Rudolph because I spread his nose across oh, his face. God. <laughs> oh, God. He's got one that's like sharing the Christmas chair and he's just like cut the guy in half and put the to- torso on top, like on the top of a chair. Li- and then put his feet as the legs of the chair. This one I call a baby Jesus because it emerged from a woman's vagina. Oh, God. Oh, my God. This got real dark. I was worried about Correos being the murderer. <laughs> my one was going to be um, was going to be a guy covered in blood, but then like semen around the forehead okay, and the waist. And it would be Santa. Santa's <laughs> outfit. Santa's costume. Oh, I see. Because the fair lining. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. God. They like scalp him so that he's all red at the top. <laughs> the worst is the amount of time it took John to like just keep recharging so that he could get the seam in. Recharge. He's sitting there with a cranberry juice and like a steak. Oh, I'm going to get my protein back up. And the hot girl poster. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, girls. I call this Papa Klaus. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Sorry, Donna. I'm fine. Sorry. Oh, no, let's, let's, let's talk about um, the fucking police chief. Yeah, how annoying was he? He was a terrible, terrible police Fuck. chief. <laughs> but the, the weird thing about his character arc, though, is because um, all the cops turn up, right, in that scene that would make the Blues Brothers proud, mm-hmm. right? And they all pile out, and it's all happening, and the police chief is there, and he's a jerk. And he's mm-hmm. a jerk the whole time that he's in charge. And then as soon as the FBI turn up, he just does one-liners. <laughs> like the rest of the movie, he, he, he's like, oh, it's not my responsibility anymore? <sighs> Let me try out some of my new material. <laughs> we're just, uh, it was so weird. I was like, what is, what is going on yeah. with this? 
Whereas Al's like, you know, people are in danger. And he's like, well, hold up. I'm working on a tight five. <laughs> I got you, Roy. I got you. I got you. Yeah. Roy, are you still there? He's, the captain's trying some material. He wants to put... <laughs> can he get back? That's the great thing. It's like the... Any uh, notes? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the FBI guy is Johnson & Johnson. Yeah. No relation. It's just fucking hilarious. It's like, such a great line. Because one's black and one's white. So <laughs> the chances of them being related are slim, especially in the 1980s. Mm. And I think even in the FBI, why would you put two people who are related as partners? That's a, oh, yeah, that seems... That'd be awkward. That's a, you know, dangerous. Mm. What is it? Uh, John McClane had this weird line where he's like, uh, what is it? I'm a fly in the ointment, monkey in the wrench, pain in the ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, one of those is not a thing. <laughs> no. One of those is just clearly not a thing. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was delivered as if it was. That, yeah. that was the most confusing thing. My understanding of the Foo Fighters told me that there is never supposed to be a monkey in the wrench. <laughs> Even if it cut to Al for a second when he said monkey in the wrench, and Al just was like, hmm. He was like, hmm. I understand you're under a lot of stress, but... <laughs> but you like, can't be making up quips right now, mate. <laughs> I do like that John McLean said, yo, Al, you with me, babe? Oh. I was like, oh, that's nice. Their bromance was... Yeah, pretty cool. Like, they mm. definitely go and get pizza together, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. The weird, like, emotive moments of him, like, saying, oh, why aren't you, like, you know, out on the street doing the work? And then Al revealed his, like, dark, tortured past. It was a real moment out of nowhere of him, like, I shot a kid. Like, whoa. <laughs> I also... They, they honoured that quite a bit, though, with John being like... Ah. Yeah, that was the thing. Mm. It's like, I thought Al's character arc was about yeah. him liking Twinkies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, it's deep. No, yeah. it's Which is so great. You're just like, hey, man, you're not coming swimming. Oh, are you afraid of the water? Oh, you're a little bit. Oh, you, your brother died drowning in a pool that you yeah. were in when you. Okay, well. Um, how were you to know? <laughs> I, uh, how was I to know? All right, catch you later. This is why I mostly communicate through text. <laughs> but so the, uh, the FBI, well, no, the police come into the building and uh, there's a weird little moment where the Asian guy steals a chocolate bar from the, from the counter. Oh, you which mean... Which I thought was delightful to leave in. El Leon? Okay. Oh, yeah. I looked him up because I was like, oh my God, I recognize that guy from somewhere. This guy is a champion of action movies. He's been in a lot of movies. In those years, he was in Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah. Uh, he was in Lethal Weapon and Die Hard in the space of three years. Oh, wow. And They Live. Um, never as major characters, but I think you'll all know him best for his major role as Genghis Khan in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. <laughs> oh, shit. Is that him? That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so they sent in the car, right? Yeah, because he, he was part of the trap for the swap. Yep. When they ran in, I don't know if anyone else saw this, which I thought was when we we're talking about those subtle jokes that mm. they have in there. Mm. When the SWAT team ran in, they ran across like they were up the mound. They ran through the bushes and one of them got stung oh, by, yeah. a, by a rose uh, thorn. And he's like, ow. I didn't I see that. It's so random. It was so funny. So random. But it Do you was... reckon he was like, okay, you're an extra in a big movie. How are you going to set yourself apart from the rest? Rosebush. Rosebush. <laughs> he spent the last five years, like, every night at the comedy store just trying to break it. And then he's this like, here's a... my moment. Oh, hell yeah. You'd get a lot of mileage out of that, too. I think yeah. you guys saw me uh, in uh, Die Hard. I was the. Uh, I, I think you'll know it when I do it. Here we I'll do my part. Ow. Rosebush yeah. guy! Yeah! Do it again! <laughs> so the old car gets that. Oh, yeah. It's blown up. That mm-hmm. is full noise. Mm-hmm. There's people in that, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. when I was driving home, I was like, oh, no, it's just it's just one of those remote control like, armor cars. Oh, no, no, there's people in it! There's dudes in there! There's dudes in there. Yeah. Like, How many people all up die in Die Hard? At least 12. <laughs> up around that. Because that's how many there. 
Yeah, I don't think any of the... Uh, oh, no, there's like if the guys in the helicopters. Yeah. So we're probably up until like 16, oh, yeah. um, 18, or yeah, around 20. How cool is that armor car, though, that it can survive one of those blasts? <laughs> like true. one of those blasts, I was like, oh, all right, well, I yeah. guess call their families. Yeah, but then we had like John's like genius plan of like, what? well, if people are dying in explosions, how can I fix this? A really big explosion? Yeah, yeah. That'll solve this issue. Isn't he kind <laughs> of lucky that the building stayed up? <laughs> I don't understand. Logic defies. <laughs> like, that'd be great it just goes down, and then the whole building just goes, Pancake. As, as far as I know, like, steel beams don't melt under, like, explosions. Mmm. Unless it's jet, jet fuel. Yeah. Mmm. Mmm. Mm. line 11. <laughs> this was Geronimo, motherfucker. Yeah. And this is when we get the, with the, the amazing interaction between Hans Gruber and John McClane. <sighs> it's just a fun, tense scene. And oh, that, on the roof? Hans is like weird accent. Oh no, Mr. McLean! <laughs> it's like, whoa, his accent's all over the show. Yeah. Um, I, I thought, no, uh, Tom Green. <laughs> I thought he did so well in this scene. I don't know if you're familiar with... I saw with, what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, he looks so much like the comedian Tom yeah, Green. Yeah, no, he does. I was like, yeah. what? Yeah, he's got the exact same beard, and just when his face changes, and he's like, oh, Mr. Is, it, like, is it Emmett? 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 Are you thinking Ernest goes to camp? No, I'm thinking... <laughs> <laughs> Ernest Hemingway. <laughs> what the, but are we talking about the guy? The guy? The guy's like, oh, I'm gonna get a deal. Oh, I'll get. No, 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 no. It's the bit where Hans Gruber first meets John McClane. Oh, oh yeah, right, right, right. Are you thinking of Harry? With the sweaty beard, Ellis. Harry Ellis. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, right, yeah, yeah. yeah His okay. name's Ellis. <laughs> I thought it was Harry. Harry Ellis. Well, why are you tricking me? <laughs> tricking me. Both of those are his names. Because we did have his scene where he mm. died, which was a really nice. That was really good. Actually, I don't want to gloss over that. That was a great scene. I'm so glad he died. And in in the fashion yeah. that he did. Oh, it yeah. was so horrible. It was just like the perfect like just. Calm down, dude. Shut the fuck up. That's all I was That was saying. the best, yeah, because you were so on John McClane's side there where you're yeah. just like, shut up, Alice. Shut up. What are you doing? The, the fact that he said, Hans, Bobby. Oh, like, yeah. Fuck yes. <laughs> I can't believe he threw in some Yiddish. That's amazing. It's like leaning back. He's got his chill on. Oh, he had a Coke brought to him. Yeah. <laughs> and he did the horrible salesman thing where he's having a conversation with a person and whenever like he says a thing that he knows isn't true, he like winks at the guy. Oh. Oh, oh, he's a oh. real. I'll say it again. He's a real piece of work. Yeah. Oh yeah, and then they just drag his dead body up in front of everyone. Um, yeah, so they were up on the um, roof. Yeah, let's jump back to Alan Rickman meeting because that that seems really fun. Yeah, it was intense, and mm. it was a major uh, re-edit, right? Wasn't a um, lot of that improv? Yeah, well they 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 only found out that um, Alan Rickman could do the accents like halfway into the movie. And they were like, shit, we need to like get this into the film. So they, they kind of like was like, here's the beats of the scene. Let's just see what happens. Mm. And so, yeah, a lot of it was, was spontaneous. It was pretty so cool. cool. Really? Yeah. Do you think John McClane knew the whole time? Does that why he gave him the, the gun? So in the original edit, and I think Mike knows this as well, is that mm. um, he actually got tipped off because um, Hans is wearing a watch. Mm-hmm. And in the original edit, uh, all of the terrorists synchronize their watches. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And then in those scenes, you know, he has like all of these scenes where he's looting the bodies. Uh, to varying degrees of mm. guiltiness, where he's like, ah, should I take the cigarettes? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've earned this. They all have the same watch on. And so um, in the original edit, when they're on the roof, he goes to light the cigarette, and John notices that his watch uh. is the same, and he's like, hold up. Mm. 
Um, oh. So they had um, they had to cut that because they put the escape vehicle, the ambulance, right? Yeah, the ambulance in the yeah, van. Yeah, in the van. And the ambulance is very clearly not in the van in the shot where they synchronize watches. Uh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah, because I, I was like, wow, John McClane is like two steps ahead of everyone right now or he's just carrying empty guns around to yeah. hand to people <laughs> how about this you want to try and shoot me or do you want to try and shoot me i think in this narrative i think he was just giving him the gun as a test yeah mm-hmm. i think that's all it was i think he was just like i'm gonna give him an empty gun and see what happens he failed that test so quickly <laughs> <laughs> oh, Hans. he didn't even finish his cigarette yeah. <laughs> he was just like yeah let's go <laughs> also i can't believe that like he didn't just like shoot yeah yeah, he had yeah. his machine and that gun. was the moment I was talking about where they were like, man, if you just shot him, this movie would be finished right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Oh, Carl would be in charge. And then, <laughs> you know, the whole thing's just going to end up being a Bruce Willis hunt. But instead, <laughs> Fabio comes and Fabio gets shot to death. There. Oh, yeah, heartbreak. Fabio booby. So then um, he runs off into that room that's just full of glass, the glass room. Oh, yeah. Mm. Which is great because I, I hadn't actually caught it, but he has a line earlier on where is glass, who the fuck gives a shit about glass? Yeah. Which is like one of his lines early on when everything explodes because the cap- police captain is like, I got people down here all covered in glass. Oh, oh yes. And he's yeah. like, glass? Who the fuck cares about glass? And I was like, well, you will. Oh, 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 oh. Your little feetsy will. <laughs> I had made Were you there when I watched it? <laughs> exactly what I did. By myself in my room. <laughs> <laughs> the bloody face are intense though. When he's, when he's crawling through and you see the smear of blood. Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, it's so, so much. It's quite... Full on, eh? For yeah. a yeah, it, yeah, it doesn't go the movie. whole way there, but it's enough to be like, oh, this is. It easily could violent. have gone into that eighties overly yeah. bloody kind of thing. Um, they had because they also have like uh, when he shoots, like he shoots the guy's legs out, mm. and he falls forward yeah, right. <laughs> into the like the glass thing, and I was like, oh. <laughs> And yeah, him Ugh. picking out the feet. The, and then they have uh, Carl comes back and he throws a tantrum at the drinks trolley. Yes, he does. Yeah, Holly had that great moment when he comes in where she's like, oh, only John could make someone that mad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, drive someone I that love crazy. It. You're like, oh, love is oh, real. Oh, it is. <laughs> oh, you only really know. Yeah. <laughs> You're pissed off with him. <laughs> so the power gets cut off? Yeah. There, there's a really nice moment there where the police captain, you know, doing his quips. He did the maybe I should call the mayor. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. I think was one of his first like little like whoop. Yeah. <laughs> oh, maybe I should call Anyone? the mayor. Anyone? Anyone? <laughs> Am I right? Things are getting things are escalating fast. I'm not responsible. I'm gonna go back to my notebook. I got a few more things to check. <laughs> but the power going off reveals all the barabons. Yeah. Which are a thing that exists and has value, which only exists in movies for some reason. Wait, uh, no, they they really exist, don't they? Exist, they? but who has them and why? For exactly this reason, and when you can't track them, and yeah, yeah, that's right. You like if someone came up to me with a barabond, they'd be like, "Cool, can I have money?" Well, that's fair, <laughs> but the piece <laughs> of paper is much more condensed than a hundred thousand dollars. But what is it's it? like having a what do you call it? A bunion? <laughs> no, a, bu- a bundle. A bullion. <laughs> a bullion. <laughs> Check out my gold bunion. <laughs> I carved it from a golden giant. Yeah. His feet were awful. <laughs> yes, I feel you. But yeah, it's like bullion where you're just like, what do I... Got? What is this? But kind of the thing about gold bullion, though, is it's a massive hassle to move because it, You just gold. take it to a person who trades in gold and they melt it down and turn it into stuff of value. Yeah. So it's, it's Lots bu- of different coins. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't bullion also like a stock? That's like bullion. beef? <laughs> like beef? Oh, you in it. Bullion. Bull- bullion. <laughs> so you can get beef bullion. It's a French like soup. Wait, beef yes, bullion isn't gold? <laughs> 
Oh my is, is god! I have, to, I have to get on eBay. I've bid. I've bid on something terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! I thought I was getting such a deal. <laughs> I was so happy they had it in stock. Stock. But I found it was quite. Um, it was quite interesting because I always saw that eighties movies like a million dollars was because of because yeah. of Austin Powers. I thought mm. that whole reference like oh a million dollars. It's like six hundred and forty million dollars. With a, that's a lot of money. That's it's almost a billion. Yeah. And he also says like uh, towards the end, Hans is like, we should be on a beach somewhere enjoying our twenty percent. Mm. And w- so was that because there's only five of them left or were they always only taking 20% yeah. of the cut? Because I'm still happy with 20% of 600 and... I, weirdly, I took that to mean that they were going to invest it and live off the interest. fiscally responsible. What is terrorist. wrong with you? <laughs> now that I think about it, really dumb. I don't know why I thought that. That's so great. The best is just them going and starting up like a Kiwi saver. <laughs> the terrorist dad was like, no, what are you going to do with the money? <laughs> I can't wait to buy a Lamborghini. No. no. You get invest 20%. <laughs> we talked about this. We're going we're gonna to invest 80% in a high savings, wide yearning bond, and we're going to make so much money in the long term. Your children will thank you. Dead. <laughs> what do you want? Do you want old money? This is going to be old money. Come on, this is at least four generations. Oh, I want a hideout. <laughs> I want to buy an island hideout. So John has a little breakdown and is crying to Al saying like, oh, you need to send this message to my wife. She's the best thing that ever happened to a bum like me. No. Just a nice little moment. She heard me say I love you a thousand times. She never heard me say, Wait, she never heard me say I'm sorry. He made that up on the spot. What? No. I mean, no. I mean, what are you messing I mean, with us? I mean, for? the character did. The, oh. John McClane. Like he's 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 a, he's a rascal, but he's a wordsmith. Oh, he's a rascal, but he's a hot one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now that he can say sorry, right? Yeah. Like at the start of the movie, I'm like attractive but not hot, mm. right? But now that he knows how to say sorry and he's grateful for what he has, hot. and he and he's like he's a badass. I've, and he's <laughs> dripping with sweat. Yeah. I found blood. I found it really hot the moment I saw his poorly drawn skeleton tattoo on his arm, <laughs> which, which I completely forgot that he had. Is that um, a Bruce Willis tattoo or I a think so. John McClane tattoo? Oh, Bruce! It looks weird. It's an awful tattoo. It's always got to be fun having that conversation. About like tattoos, like if you have a tattoo where you're like, is this my character? Does my character have? <laughs> yeah. Because it's got to be weird. Like if you came in and they're like, you're playing this badass and you're like, oh, that's great because I got this tattoo. And everyone in the room's like, we're just going to cover that up. <laughs> a butterfly? Oh. Really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, a butterfly's the most badass creature, all right? Because they start as a caterpillar and they go through the cocoon and they have to survive. And then it comes out and it's like, what? Look at all my colors. <laughs> Or if, or if you're the, like, the producers and writers of Lost, you're like, oh, we can make a terrible episode around that. Oh, yeah, that's mm. right. The gem guy's brother, he got choked to death on a chain. Oh, yeah, after that big old fight. Oh. It's a brutal fucking yeah. smackdown. And, yep. he's, and, and John McClane says, your brother squealed when I killed him. Yeah. He talked through this entire fight. Fucking Unnecessarily. My, the quote that I love from this fight that I wrote down is, I'm going to kill you, I'm going to cook you, and I'm going to eat you. <laughs> <laughs> and that was right before the chain went, like, they're on yep. the stairs. And it's like, John McClane's a weird character, isn't yeah. he? Yeah, <laughs> he says some weird shit. He's do, you dark? He, do you think he was, like, the, the, the cop that no one really liked in New York? Like, he was just... He hints at it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he does say he doesn't play by the rules. Mm, yeah. <laughs> But also, I can imagine that being like really tough for his partner to deal with. Yeah. Oh, you know, God, like, John, calm down. down. Yeah. <laughs> it was open. 
He's like, yeah. Oh, damn it, John. It's just after this scene, which is like one of my favorite lines, which is when the um, FBI guys come up in their choppers. And so both Johnson and Johnson are up there. And uh, White Johnson. <laughs> As he's credited. <laughs> he's credited. No, I don't says, think so. Says, just like fucking Saigon. And then, and then, reg- whoa! And then, regular Johnson says, "I was in junior high, dickhead." <laughs> Such a good ageist burn. burn. <laughs> yeah. it's also, kind of surreal where you're like, "Wait, you know this guy's been to war, right? Yeah. He's a vet, so yeah." yeah, he's, he's like, yeah. Double burn. So John runs up to the to the roof. Yep. And just starts like spraying machine gun fire into the air, trying to get everyone to run downstairs. Mm. Which is great, because he runs up to the roof and he's like, I'm looking for this person you know. Also, you should all get off the roof. There's a bomb <laughs> up here. And everyone's like, what's happening? <laughs> and he's like, get off the roof. It's going to blow. And they're like, oh, interesting. Why? What else is happening? And then he starts shooting and they're all like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't kidding, guys. <laughs> I thought the bloody guy with the stumpy blood foot was... <laughs> the stumpy blood foot. <laughs> <laughs> he does it ends up very much but I yes mean, I wish that, that's what he was known yeah, as Stumpy Bloodfoot yeah everyone comes back downstairs and they're like ah Stumpy Bloodfoot told us to come down that's what they like the kid like the kid's book version of Die Hard is called yeah. <laughs> Stumpy Bloodfoot or the knockoff toys you know, they, <laughs> the, the other thing. yeah if you get a costume at Halloween that's yeah, what it's called Stumpy Bloodfoot <laughs> Hero Look, Shell has that um, stocked right now, actually. Yeah, Stumpy Bloodfoot and, uh, you know, Future Cop. You're like, wait, that's, that's the evil guy from Terminator 2. And Johnson and Johnson. <laughs> Which is horrifying because it's just a whole bunch of powder and then shoe polish. It's very inappropriate. But the helicopter gets destroyed. The FBI guys die. But do you remember the captain's the quirk? Line. The best line. What is it? He says, huh. Guess we're gonna need more FBI guys. <laughs> and then he just leans back from the microphone, looks around the club. Right? Am I right, guys? Is, Am that, I right? is that my closer? Yeah. <laughs> Crickets. <laughs> oh no, because they all died. Uh, this is uh, Argyle makes his move. Mm-hmm. He's great. We've been checking in with him as we go. Man, he is badass. Like mm. to make that cho- like he's just been chilling in the car. He's like great times, great times. Then he was like eavesdropping and being like, "Oh, here we go." That dude backs the little van up, he- and then he just looks over, and Argyle's just like green. I want to know what this guy's like at home. You know what I mean? Like, what do you eat for dinner, Argyle? Yeah, yeah, because he like that's a bold move to just be like, "I'm gonna possibly kill this guy." Yeah. Mm. And his, his limo was still running. Yeah, his battery should have died. Oh, you, no, I just mean after the oh, crash. Yeah, like right. back the <laughs> oh, yeah. It just keeps running because yeah. it's the out of the place. Yeah, it's true. It's insane. Yeah, the, you have that final showdown. Is that where we're at? Pretty much, yeah. I guess so. But there's a moment in here which is interesting for Mike because it very clearly makes this a Christmas movie. Is when he sees, like, he sees some duct tape, but it's actually Christmas tape. Mm. Again, Christmas themed, not Christmas. Damn it. In- But then he has it on his back And when he has to reach his arms up To put them behind his head What does he make? A cross bitches Mm, Because he's what? (laughs) Our saviour I think I'm done here (laughs) (laughs) And and of course what is there? There's a bunch of holly there There's holly and then Christmas holly And the name holly Mm -hmm. (laughs) Wait that's who I was talking about So they, they, they showed it. I think that showdown was. I love it in movies where people take a big gamble like this, where yeah. he like just hobbles down. Him walking down that hallway. Oh, and they had a wet trail too. You could see where yeah. he's like mm, pulling on his poor foot. 
Bloodfoot. Introducing Stumpy Bloodfoot. Like he would have gotten an infection after that because eh? his feet were black at mm. one point. Eh? Oh yeah. Like yeah. and it's not in like a raceway, but like they were like it was sooty. Yeah, and especially at the end of the movie where they're like, "Hey, do you want to debrief and get us some medical help? Maybe get those soot off you." Maybe just some tetanus shots. And he's like, "No, I'm gonna go." Yeah, me and Holly are making out in the back seat. <laughs> Hans dies in a flurry of barabons. Which I admit mm. looks pretty snowy. I thought they were barabons, and then I was like, oh, they're lazy because they didn't bother to print on most of them. Oh, I didn't know. Uh, but they're just paper. A lot what of it, it is just paper. Oh, okay. um, whether that's a choice or not. But yeah, a lot of the mm. snow that's coming down Christmas uh, is uh, See, that, just if, paper. If it was definitely barabons, you could make an argument that that's uh, a message about the commercialism is, is futile and money is nothing and it should be about family. Well, we... We didn't, though. Okay. We, we didn't make that argument. So then we have um, John McClane and I Al's. feel stupid. <laughs> <laughs> could be worse. I just am stupid. <laughs> so then we have uh, John McClane and Al's meet cues, which is yes. nice. Because mm-hmm. they see oh. each other through, through the crowd. The music here is going like all orchestral. It is shot exactly like, you know, like a romantic. It was a perfect romance. <laughs> My wife said, they should kiss. <laughs> Should have been so fun. They just, just walk kissed. up and kiss, yeah. and, and Al's like, "What's happening?" He goes, Shh, "It's LA." <laughs> Come with it. This is LA. We're just. This is how. I would have appreciated that. Uh, and then she introduces herself as Holly McLean, which was a nice, like, good wrapping up of everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think she has to take his name to acknowledge their love. All right, it's 2019. <laughs> Come on, team. Mm-hmm. Sure. But we, beautiful. We punched the reporter dick. Mm-hmm. Yes, which I, uh, like I we hadn't touched on, but oh, he was annoying. He yeah. was such a jerk. Yeah. And the way that he like threatened to call like immigration oh. on the boo. So I wish gross. that she'd just been like, I was born in America, and then <laughs> yeah. the, shut the door. Yeah. <laughs> Eat a dick. <laughs> so I really like the fact that who was the guy who? Ca- it wasn't Carl, was it? It was was it Carl who was the terrorist who came out at the end? Carl. Oh yeah, it was, Carl. yeah, yeah. How, what? So he was just hanging there, yep. being like, "I'm gonna buy my time." Yeah. <laughs> or do you think he was unconscious? Like, I think he was unconscious. That and would be was, what a hassle to get down from. Like, oh, what a pain! Some oh. chilled neck workouts. And then your choice is to go and try and murder a guy. Fail. Like I would have been sneaking out. Oh yeah, um, but, I'll get him later. Oh, die hard too. Yeah. Carl's back. Uh, it was. I did really like how it was treated with Al being the one who shot yep. him. Yeah. And it was mm. not celebratory. Like, I feel like a lot of movies would have been, Al would have been like, yeah, I did it. Yeah, yeah high fives. But he was like, oh, that felt gross. <laughs> kind of like that time I shot that kid. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Like, no, Al, he was 13. <laughs> he had a pituitary gland <laughs> issue. <laughs> It was a toy gun, couldn't you tell? <laughs> I just thought it was European. Because oh, he did, he had a European machine he gun. Did, yeah. As known from me playing video games. Mm. Argyle comes mm. out. If this is their idea of Christmas, i got to be here for New Year's. Which weirdly hints at like a Die Hard 2 that's set at New Year's. Yeah. <laughs> that was my feeling. Yeah. yeah. Weirdly hints, it very specifically <laughs> hints. He might as well have turned to the camera and been like, we'll see you for Die Hard 2. <laughs> Die Hard 1989. Yeah. That was Die Hard. Oh, and they drive off uh, into the horizon. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure no one needs to talk to Bruce Willis and, uh, yeah. <laughs> Signs and papers. Like you've, done, you, you've done your job. Yeah. And we'll be back after this. And we're back with 
reboot. Just reboot. Who would you cast and what do they do? Okay, so we live in a time of reboots of reboots. So, David, what would be your reboot of Die Hard? Well, uh, my, my idea, oh, this is the stupidest, I hope no one else has said this, but um, I want to see uh, Die Hard rebooted, but Stephen Lyons <laughs> playing every character. I'm willing and able, but more willing than I'm able. Yes. Because you, your act, I hate that this isn't recorded, but your act outs and everything you do, I would love to see <laughs> your version of like John McClane. You are far too kind. You have no idea how much, like, you, you've made Stephen's day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, now I can't stand up for a while. <laughs> no one else has said that before that, about, no. like, to any other reason. Who said that? What context? I'm just at a dinner party and someone goes, you know what I'd love to see? <laughs> you reboot a whole movie. Yeah. Are Not you, just any movie. Yeah. Are you familiar with Die Hard 1? <laughs> How's the Alan Rickman? Not good. You did it before? Yeah, but if I think about it, I'll probably right. like Alan Rickman. No, I've got no. nothing. Okay. But that's kind of what Alan Rickman was doing. Like, he didn't know what the he fuck He didn't quite know. So, Hello, Mr. McLean. It's, it's more yeah. like, that's going John Malkovich. Mr. McLean. <laughs> that's that's yes. all I have. That's yes. all I have. Because I go about sounds. I just, because you hear a lot of like guttural noises when you. No, I just want to see David like dub over that with him doing like a uh, Alan Rickman chicken. <laughs> Hans Gruber. Hans Gobbler. Hans Gobbler. Uh, How's your Takagi? He's good. He's quite straight. I mean, he's just pretty generic, right? Like, he's, oh yes, yeah. I don't know if he's doing awkward Japanese accent. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't really have one though. He's got like not, the not more modern. Yeah, yeah, he's like. Yeah, I don't have that information here. And you're like, yeah, all right, that sounds normal. That's just great. Let's hear, he let's hear you, you're Lucy McLean. Lucy, the the kid? Yes. Oh, God. Where oh, is he? Yeah. Come home. Come home. It's not bad. I'm in your television set. Uh, so you're seeing that as the movie is just people having to watch me do the entire... Yeah. Are we talking like indie movie or are we talking like... No, I'm talking like hand- camera phone. <laughs> camera phone, nice, good. Stage show. Yeah. <laughs> Every shot is a different is different lighting. Yeah. Because <laughs> the sun's gone down. Well, it's clearly I'm the only one filming it, so I have to reset the tripod. This is an illegal reboot. <laughs> and then every now and then it just falls off. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. But there's only like five wigs. <laughs> and if you're really quiet, you can actually hear like other people behind the, the phone just go. <laughs> Stop laughing. You can see you breaking. <laughs> the idea of me filming that of myself and then not being able to not laugh is so depressing. <laughs> oh, I am having a great time. Look at how hilarious I'm going to be in this. I want to see um, John, John McClane and Hans Gruber. You play both of those characters. Oh, yeah. Do you know American Hans Gruber? No, please don't kill me. You're one of them. That's pretty good. Ah, my beard. It's almost a goatee. Oh, I left my gun around the corner. Hans Gruber sounded like a real bitch he in that did, scene, eh? He did so great. He even did like the hand up and like mm. you push back with your feet. Oh, I, I would pay to see this reboot. Not a lot, but I'd pay. 
<laughs> it sounds much more like a Kickstarter than a mm. um, like you're not going to the movies to see this. No, this is like it's on Vimeo, but mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> and it, and it was originally filmed and released like one scene every six months. <laughs> <laughs> it's green lit. It's good. It's good. It's happening. I uh, want to see this happen. By the way, uh, yeah. I know. I want- <laughs> Just a little bit. Just a, uh, I need to say a little bit. All right, we'll make it happen. <laughs> I'm back, baby. It's the sequel. Donna, we're going to ask you, uh, forget about all the sequels that were made for mm. Die Hard, um, whether you've seen them or not, irrelevant, because you're in charge. What do you want the sequel to this movie to be? Okay, it's called Get Hard or Die Trying. <laughs> <laughs> I'll also be using that laugh uh, during the shooting of my... <laughs> evil, evil laugh. Uh, so, die hard. Get hard or get die hard. trying. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, 50 Cent and Bruce Willis. Yes. Yeah. Uh, partners. Mm-hmm. Cop partners. And um, John McClane has an um, erection problem. <laughs> and, but he has to cross the city to get to the pharmacist. In time. It's like an opposite crank. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 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 It's like like the movie Speed, but instead instead of like instead of like him the speed, he's got to keep like a a little bit of a chub like the whole time. (laughs) You can't go flaccid, McLean. McLean. Damn it! (laughs) You can't go flaccid, McLean. Oh yeah, pretty <laughs> soon. Uh, uh, yeah, sure. So, is there a villain other than the early erectile dysfunction? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the metaphor. <laughs> but there is, there is a villain, um, and it's Eminem. <laughs> it's coming no to one now. for his acting. <laughs> no one for his acting, and uh, he's trying to stop John McClane from um, getting the erection. What, what's his um, motivation? Uh, <laughs> Let's just say he's banging his wife. Oh. Okay. oh. Usually when people say, let's just say, it's usually something subtle. <laughs> In this instance, it was just, here's the information. I think we better wash the sheets because let's just say, I shat the bed. I see where I've gone wrong. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh? I lo- so is it going to be a lot of uh, rap in the soundtrack or are you sticking with the orchestral? It'll be orchestral rap. Ooh, that sounds fun. Thanks. Um, yeah, um, who, who did that? Uh, the rap group did that, didn't they? Which the ones? Did they? Mm. Oh, what are, I was is thinking of the, th- um, of the song from Cypress the Hill. Cypress Godzilla. Hill. Oh, yeah, Cypress Hill, yeah. Mm. Or was that just the Simpsons episode? No, they do do it. This is some Cypress Hill. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's that like, uh, like weird 90s period when people decided to bring orchestras in because yeah. of Metallica's S&M album. That's what I was thinking oh, of with, yeah. The, yeah. with the Godzilla soundtrack where it's like... Oh, God, yeah. Peter D. Oh, yeah, lizard. All right, I don't know the actual lyrics for it. Maybe you should get Jamiroquai in there. Yeah. Thinking about it now. Did you say Jamiroquai? Yeah. What? I watched them last night. I watched the music video. They're the one with the cockroaches and the moving... The moving floor. Get creative. Imagination. What is it called? Mm-hmm. These all sound like. Was the guy wearing a hat? Mm. Yeah, yes. it's Jamiroquai. Yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> what happened to him? David Jamiroquai or Abraham Lincoln? Yeah. <laughs> Those are the two hat guys. Uh, I love it. It's, so they're just going to rock and roll through the city, kicking yeah. ass, taking names. Yeah. Perfect. Kind of hard. Kind of hard. Kind of hard, but not too hard. But not. Yeah, don't want to make things awkward. 
Is how graphic is this? Are we just gonna have to see a, like a little bit of a chub in his pants? It's kind of. I think it's just kind of sad because every time he passes the titty poster, he's like, no. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, I'm into it. It's funded. We're making it. Right. It's time for the post-credit pitches. Cool. So Marvel movies, they're putting you know everything at the end of the credits. They're putting like little fun bits, you know, jokes, silliness. Um, what do you think would be really fun to see? Like cut back to you know after this movie. I want to see Al in a car driving, and he's talking on the phone, uh, or like you know he's just driving, and he pulls out one of the Twinkies and eats one of the Twinkies. Oh nice. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Could we pan over? Could we like pan over his shoulder and then like his bubs, his baby is yeah. in the back seat? So you're yeah. just like, yeah, Al's just doing it. <laughs> there's a bit where Argyle like looks in, in the in the rearview mirror and goes, yeah, yeah, I know. So there's this is like this relationship between Argyle and the bear that I yes. really want to explore further. Oh, like it's just him and uh, so it's a shot of him in the car straight on. He just uh, like looks to his right and he's like, where to next? Yes, <laughs> that's it. and then you that's cut, it. and it's just the beer there, yeah. and then it's a shot of it driving off into the sunset. And then that's the next movie. Yes, it's just Argyle and the beer. Yeah, like um, what was that movie with Seth, Seth MacFarlane? Ted. Ted. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's yeah. perfect. I it's think a, Argyle and the Bear would make a great body cop movie. Yeah, mm. I also think just cutting back to like a shot of um, like uh, a cleaner in the elevator. And then the doors open and they just like push the trolley out and then just like stop and you see them and then it cuts to that whole like party area. Yes. Just completely destroyed. <laughs> I want to... S- and then they s- go, <laughs> well, I hope they're not having New Year's here. <laughs> <laughs> Our girl pops out and they high five. <laughs> Final thoughts. Um, do you think the movie still held up? How yes. do you feel about yeah. it? Yes. Yes. I love that movie so much. I just think it's so great. When I was like, oh, it's 1988, I was surprised. I was super surprised. You thought it was newer? Or yeah, I thought it was newer. It holds up. Like, the only thing that really dates it is the hairstyles and the computers. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. it's a tight movie. The dialogue's mm. quite timeless. And the hairstyles, you can be like, oh, that's just people, right? Yeah. Like, people just have weird hairstyles sometimes. Yeah. But the computer's very much that, like, weird clack, 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 chicken yeah. one. Because well, this was your first time seeing it. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, I was surprised how fresh it felt. I thought it was really expensive. Have you seen like, any of the sequels? No. Oh, I've seen like clips of like the Justin uh, one. Yeah. Which is the one in New York City? It's the third Die Hard with Oh, that's the best one, I reckon. It's really good. Really? Samuel Jackson's in it. And it's really so fun. I had, number f- I had number four, shit. Four's fun. I'd say five's way worse than four. I don't think uh, which one's the one, Justin Long? Four. A four, right? It's fun. It's silly. And the, the, the thing that makes the Die Hard sequels worse is that as, it, as they go on, he becomes less and less of an everyman hero and becomes more of a superhero. And a lot of that believability kind of like dwindles out until he's basically an action star, which is a real shame because the thing that really makes it an interesting movie is that you have an everyman hero mm. in this action situation. Because he was just a cop, cop, eh? He was he just a cop and, and yeah. he was getting damaged and he was just doing the best he can. Whereas yeah. later on, he can fly a Harrier jump jet, he can like uh. survive like 20, 30 feet falls. He becomes actually much more of like an Arnie. Then, mm, like, because yeah. the point of difference for this is that, like, yeah, at the time, all the Arnie action movies, he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. even in this movie, he calls out Rambo, he calls out Arnold Schwarzenegger. So he's, it's, it's weirdly self aware enough to be like, I'm not that guy. And then he slowly became that guy. Mm. Yeah. But the third You've one? changed Very John. Dialed with a Vengeance of Samuel Jackson is a fun ass movie. Here we go. Uh, David, where can we find you on social media? Uh, you can follow me on Instagram on at David Post Office. That's, that's it. I love it. That's all yeah. you need. Yeah. David Post Office. Yeah. My Cute. last name means um, post office in Spanish. Stop it. Correos, yeah. Ah, Correos. Correos. 
Yeah, so you see my name all over like the mailboxes and shit. That must be awesome. Yeah. But uh, I imagine like the first time you saw that, you were like, take my photo, take my photo. And then... No, other people took photos of my last name and they were like, look, you're all over them. I'm like, oh, thanks, man. (laughs) Thanks, man. (laughs) (laughs) Cheers. Uh, Donna, Donna, where can we find you on social media? Twitter, I am at Donna Brookbanks. Perfect. I can't remember what my Instagram handle is. That's okay. <laughs> uh, and the two of you have a show coming up. Yes. Yes. We're doing we, a couple of shows together. Mm-hmm. We're doing one called uh, David and Donna Do It. And it's a work in progress show at the, um, was it at the Auckland Fringe Festival in um, February 28th to the 29th. Okay. And the third, yeah. No, like the, the two of you just look like you're working this out at the moment. Yeah. Is it a leap year? Is it a leap year this One year? One word mm, at a time. <laughs> Is it a leap year? No. no, it's not. So it's probably the 28th, the 1st and the 2nd of March. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And in Wellington. And in Wellington. When's that one? I think it's March. 19th of March. 19th something of like March. that. Yeah, Perfect. 19th and 20th of March. Mm. Everyone will find out all of that information at your Instagram and Facebook <laughs> and uh, Twitter <laughs> pages. Yeah. Thank you guys for coming. Appreciate Thanks it. Thanks so much. Thanks Thank you for having, having us. us. All the weather outside is frightful, but the fire is so delightful. And since we've no place to go, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. That was episode four of ASSBM. Thank you to the wonderful David Corios and Donna Brookbanks for joining us for the action granddaddy that is Die Hard. Yeah, that's right. The blob the building. And he said my name. He did say your name and Rambo and everyone else. Yeah, but, but he also said my name. He did. It's my name. Arnold. Well, next time we'll be back with another cracker action movie. Yeah, the 80s, the 90s, the action. Yippee-ki-yay, motherfuckers. <laughs> I could have done this. Now I know what a TV dinner feels like. Thanks for listening and let us know how you are enjoying the show on Twitter at I'll Be Back Pod or like us on Facebook. If you want to connect with me, I'm at Steve Lyons on Twitter because I've been Stephen Lyons. And I'm Mike Kevin, and you can find me at Mike Kevin. Please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or whatever podcast app you use. It really helps us to reach new listeners. Thanks again, and this has been I'll Be Back Catalog. Ah, go to the coast, they said. See the sunshine, they said. Get stuck in a vent, they said. Look out for that truck, they said. Oh, you're buying diamonds for your wife, they said. Oh, what's that on your head, they said. These are just things that people have said. Do you not remember when people say things? Sometimes I'm looking in the mirror and I'm like, he's saying the things that I'm saying. We're both saying the same thing.